0: I'm an independent podcaster, and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have
2: lost weight with personalized plans from Noom
3: Hey, Stephen. It is Chris Bramante. I hope you are doing wonderfully. I am calling because I went on the Jurassic Park ride last night at Universal Studios, and I wanted to tell you about it, and I've never called into the Jurassic Park Sea Jurassic Right line yet. But it was an amazing experience. It was the first time maybe ever that I've uh, ridden the Jurassic Park ride in the evening. So I was with my friend Matt Scavone, and we rode it in the evening, and the people were not going on it as much. It was just a complete walk-on. You didn't have to wait in line. You could just walk right on because it was kind of cold, and it's night, and that's a ride where you might get wet. And we had the option to get ponchos, but sort of didn't realize you had to get them in the gift shop and opted to go no poncho. But rode through what was a beautiful river adventure. You know, there's, uh, there's something to the animatronics in that ride that at night looks even more lifelike. There was these shadows of the brachiosauruses, of the brachiosaurs, and just when, you know, the stegosaurus is kind of hidden in the woods, so it almost looks super real, and then by the time you get into it, and the T-Rex is Screaming down from the top of you, it was amazing. And so when we were done with it, it wasn't the big drop that got me specifically soaked. But it was this tiny little drop that didn't even really seem like much of a drop. And I, individually, out of the entire boat, was just (laughs) smashed, no poncho. I did get wet. But then I went on the mummy ride to dry myself off. But anyway, I wanted you to know that I wrote it. I thought of this podcast during it. And thank you for allowing us all to relive, relive, relive. You know, they're doing a lot of these repurposing purposing of old rides. And what I would encourage Universal Studios to do is not in any way ever change the Jurassic Park River Adventure. But if they want to do a Jurassic World ride, to give it its own ride. And you can have the two rides. Because the Jurassic Park ride is just pure and great and is Jurassic Park and is this time capsule of what that movie felt like.
0: Welcome back to See Jurassic Right, the mini-sode edition. I'm your host, Stephen Ray Morris, and that was a voicemail from Chris Bermonte, my really good friend who you've heard throughout the show uh, since last year. You may remember him mostly from the toy episode, but he's popped in and out here and there. And this is our post-ride wrap-up episode slash catching up from the month. Um, It's funny now doing these mini-sodes with uh, just in the in the the time to be alive, because it's February. Well, it's not February, it's actually March. And there's so much stuff going on. And there's so much stuff going on this month. And so not only are we going to listen to some voicemails, and um, I'm going to read some emails and stuff from people catching up and some people's ride stories. But also, there's a lot of news and up top this month, I wanted to thank a handful of new Patreon supporters, uh, Jessica, Nikki, Zelma, Brenna Ray, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Vermonte. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate it. Um, and Nick, uh, your boy Jurassic for upping your donation. I really appreciate that as well. Again, thank you again to Jessica, Nikki, Zelma, Brenneray, Chris, and Nick. Um, and I also wanted to, to issue a, a name print pronunciation correction. Um, can't even say the word pronunciation. Um, last month, I wanted to, uh, to thank Sabina. Um, she was super sweet. And and if in a, you know if if I mispronounce somebody's name, please let me know, and I'd be happy to correct it. Um, so thank you, Sabina again, for your um, your donation to Patreon, so uh, thank you. Uh, let's just get into the news, um, and that's the thing, yeah, thinking about this these minisodes now, because there is so much news, and there's so much stuff going on, especially until we get up until the release of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom on June 22nd, I definitely think I'm going to... Um, you know, uh, keep the news in one section, keep what I've been up to in one section, have voicemails and emails in another, just to keep things a little bit tidier, uh, for everybody. But let me know what you think. Um, so in terms of big news, lots of big, lots of big stuff this month. Um, uh, uh as I mentioned in the episode, um, the ride, um, you know, is p- going to get a refresh or pretty much strong rumor to get a refresh. Um, at some point. So um I guess I gotta go again now before it uh before they close it down and give it the the old Chris Pratt sheen. Now we don't know exactly what's gonna happen or what kind of update it's gonna get but I think, you know, best of situation the ride is kept the same except, you know, maybe the animatronics are, are just given a new coat of paint. Um but you know, or we could have a You know, Chris Pratt and and, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard being like, come on, let's go. We got to make it to the environmental building so we can get away from the Indominus, you know, but um, remains to be seen. So um, a lot of this new stuff I obviously got from Jurassic Outpost. Um, They've been such a big resource. Um, And Chris Pugh over there, he has been such a great, um, yeah, just a great uh, a great person to talk to about all this stuff. Cause he knows what's going on. So, um, big thanks to Chris Pugh as always. Um, a couple of things, uh, Jimmy Buffett's going to cameo in fallen kingdom. Um, we don't know where, why, or how, but you know, he's made a cameo in famously in Jurassic world for being the Margarita man, obviously <laughs> from Margaritaville. And he was also in Congo as a pilot. So, I'm thinking that is this is our Jimmy Buffett uh, universe, you know, Michael Crichton uh, film universe confirmed. So that is really awesome. i um, excited to see. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the Margarita Man. I think it's just, he's just going to be in it as something else, but we'll see. Um, and speaking of Michael Crichton, um, WME signed, um, which is like an agency, they signed Crichton's son, um, which is basically the Michael Crichton estate. And so. Uh, we could be getting more, um, basically more Michael Crichton adaptations in the future, because um, apparently there's still two more Michael Crichton novels, R.I.P., um, waiting to be published by uh, Crichton's son, and uh, so that's it. I mean, it's, I'm, you know, I want, I want a great Sphere adaptation. I want a great Airframe adaptation. I want a great. Um, you know, I mean, I love Congo, but I'll take another Congo. Why not? Um, so, um, and dragon teeth, which I have yet to read, but, um, yeah. So I think that'll be interesting if we get some more, I mean, based on the success of Westworld and Jurassic world, fallen kingdom, um, in Jurassic world, I think, I think the world is ripe for more, more Crichton in this world. So, uh, that's really cool. And let's see what else is going on. Um, Let's see. Um, Well, I mean, there's been tons of new Dinosaur Protection Group uh, info, and I've obviously covered um, a big chunk of that in Raptor Reactions uh, episode 3, I believe. Yes, that was episode 3. So the Dinosaur Protection Group is the viral website for Claire, uh, Zia, and Franklin. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard... Daniela Panita and Justice Smith's characters, respectively. And so the viral site is up and running. If you want to listen to me really break it down and go in depth and talk about all the connections between all the Jurassic Park films, because the Gene Guard Act article has images and nods to Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, obviously the original Jurassic Park, and Jurassic World. So, um, And yeah, as I mentioned in that episode, it's just so exciting to see all those connections being put together. And and uh let's see um yeah so there's just tons of updates there um that you can check out um you know to as the lead up to the movie and some other cool stuff um oh the jurassic park films are going to be all released in 4k um so if you got that 4k tv um uh, i remembered or it was pointed out to me that my (laughs) that my mom has a 4k tv apparently um, oh no. Yeah, of course it is. Cause we watched plan earth when I visited her a couple a while back. Um, so, uh, my mom lives in Oregon now, so I only see her once or, or once a year, if that. And so, um, uh, it would be nice to go up and then, oh yeah, maybe I'll encourage her to get Jurassic, uh, this Jurassic park box set so that she can get, um, so we can watch them in 4k. Oh, that's exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be Jurassic Park, uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and um, Jurassic World. And so, um, yeah, it's it's obviously being released for the 25th anniversary, um, and it doesn't say release date yet, but um, it's going to be like $80. Bucks. Um, yeah, it's going to have all four movies, plus the movies at regular, <laughs> regular Blu-ray um, with but it doesn't look like new bonus features, but one version of it looks like it'll come with Fallen kingdom package, uh, like collectible concept art and stuff. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, unless I convince my mom to get it, I probably won't because I don't have a 4k TV. So, um, but let me know if you do, cause it might be interesting to see if it's like a whole, yeah. Like what that new transfer will look like because, um, Sick Triceratops did a video actually about it, comparing all the different um, releases of Jurassic Park. And so there's been some some differences between the the different Blu-rays and the and the 3D Blu-ray and all that stuff. So um, I'll put a link to that video, actually, if you want to watch it, because it's it's when I was talking to, to Lewis, aka Sick Triceratops, he was saying, like, you know, I do these funny videos and then I'll do, like, boring ones. And I'm like, oh, but that boring one is really, the quote unquote boring one is really good because it... You know it's just a it's useful so um so uh yeah um, check that out um and then we uh oh yeah and the other thing for the dino uh dinosaur protection group that i forgot to mention was that there is the viral video um you know which is claire sort of advocating and um you know talking on behalf of, you know um you know it's like a it's like like you would do for for the wildlife you know and I love all that kind of stuff because to me, that's the, that's the verisimilitude that Michael Crichton was always shooting for being like, this is a real world and this is really happening. And I love that so much. So, um, again, I'll put every a link to everything in the notes and, you know, the thing that's been really fun about having the Facebook group for this podcast. If you just go to see Jurassic, right? Podcast on Facebook, you'll find it. Um, is that. Uh, you know, we're sharing these stories in real time and we're all getting to talk about it there in real time. So um, I feel like in the mini am you know, I'm just trying to wrap it up and touch on everything. But um, yeah, it's been fun over the course of the month, really just sharing these stories and getting um, getting everyone's reactions. But if you're not on the Facebook group, definitely join it. Um, and so some other news, um, we got a confirmation that Jurassic World, the exhibition, which I went to, um, which I talked about in a past mini Um, when I went to it in Chicago, um, the Jurassic world exhibition is heading to France. It's heading to Paris for the next show. Um, and so that starts on April 14th. Um, and yeah, it's going to be there for pretty much most of this year. So from April to September, um, and then who knows where it's going to go next. But I think last time we speculated, well, we didn't, we couldn't speculate on where it was going to go next, but, um, it's been officially announced that it's going to be in Paris from April to September. So, um, if you... Are listening and you're from paris um that's cool hi um but yeah or if you just want to make a trip over to paris to go see the exhibition that'll be fun too and you can hear um you know you can hear it in um in uh french jurassic world Les oh, that's in spanish anyway i'm not going to try that so moving on um and there's a few other big big things obviously we got all the mattel toy stuff um being announced in toy fair and everything. And, um, I did a Raptor reactions episode about that. And I was also a guest on the, in general, um, podcast, which is Jurassic outpost podcast where Chris Pugh again was at the toy fair. He was at the jet, ju- like the junket release for the toys or the announcement. And so, um, in the Raptor, in the Raptor reactions, I just talk about my own kind of two cents on following the toys and following the announcements and then the episode I do with Chris, I just basically interview him and help him sort out his thoughts because there was so much going on. so I'm really super excited about the toys, um, which I'm surprised because I, um, because I wasn't really planning on buying a bunch of Jurassic world, fallen kingdom toys, but Mattel really, uh, knocked it out of the park as they say, ho, ho, ho. Um, this is insert the laugh track right here. And, um, also, um, yeah, they announced, um, most recently they announced there's going to be a Jurassic Park Lego set, um, which is basically combines kind of the last act of the movie with the Raptors. So there's, you get Lex and Tim and Alan Grant, um, and a Raptor, and it's like part control room, part kitchen, um, part, um, yeah, part, part kitchen, part control room. And yeah, it's kind of funky looking, but, um, if you do want original Jurassic Park Legos, that's where you go get, that's where you would get it. And then they announced a, um, inspired by Jurassic world set called Dilophosaurus outpost attack, which comes with like ACU members and, and, uh, a Dilophosaurus. So, um, pretty much this is not going to be something in fallen kingdom. Um, but, um, I, I find that interesting that now they're starting to release kind of sets that are inspired by Jurassic world, um, as opposed to, Oh, it comes with a baby Dilophosaurus. Um, In a regular Dilophosaurus figure. But, um, I found it interesting that Lego is already releasing sets that are inspired by the films as opposed to a scene from the movie. So that's kind of cool. Um, again, I'm, the Legos are cool, but you know, you can only spend your money so much. And I think the Mattel figures just are really great. So, um, that's my two cents, but let me know if you're going to get the Legos. Um, and then the next bit of big news, which I'll, uh, focus on is that the Jurassic world evolution game, um, not only will they have Ian Malcolm, AKA Jeff Goldblum actually it should probably be the other way around, but you know, your boy, your boy, Ian Malcolm, uh, Jeff Goldblum is returning to basically be a voice actor in the game as sort of the voice of God in the game, or that's kind of what people are theorizing. Now there was an announcement video, which again, I'll put a link up to, um, and the game comes out, um, June 12th. 2018 so it comes out about a week week and a half before um before fallen kingdom so um that's really cool again i'm kind of thinking i need to get this game maybe do some twitch live streaming but let me know um yeah so he's not actually going to play um i mean he's gonna you know jeff goldblum is ian malcolm but he's basically gonna be like um you know kind of like a vo kind of guiding you through the park and everything like that so um so yeah let me know if you're gonna get the game um but i don't know it looks better and better every day the jurassic world evolution on twitter has been releasing tons of videos uh just talking about all the different highlighting the different species and things available in the park so um go check it out um other big news the two last big bit of news that i wanted to share is that jurassic world 3 is announced and i mentioned it um in the Raptor raptor reactions 3 episode but just want to mention it here again um it's going to be written by emily carmichael who did uh, pacific rim 2 which is coming out um she wrote it and um, she's going to be writing the Jurassic world three script with Colin Trevorrow. So no announced director yet, but Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow are doing it, which is got me really excited because, uh, woman inherits the earth. And I think we should have a, uh, again, not to, um, not to not give Jay Biona his props, but, um, it would be exciting to see a woman direct Jurassic park. Um, so whether that's Emily Carmichael or somebody else or, you know, whatever the situation, it's too early to tell, but that would be exciting And um, Jurassic World, because Jurassic World 3 is going to drop on June 11th, 2021. So hold on to your butts for that one. And then the final bit of news I wanted to mention is that Michael Giacchino is currently scoring Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, He obviously did the score for Jurassic World. And uh, Jay Bayona shared a behind the scenes clip of them uh, performing some of the music from the movie, which features some music, um, new and old, some Michael Giacchino original stuff and some John Williams stuff, um, being composed or not being composed, being recorded. He already composed it. (laughs) He's just improv uh, with an entire orchestra, but, um, yeah, you can check out that clip and, uh, it was really cool. Um, I'm not going to say too much more than that, but, um, yeah, the way he mixed some new and old stuff together was really cool. And, um, it's got me excited for Fallen Kingdom, um, obviously. So, uh, yeah, that's all the news. I mean, that's really condensed, obviously again. Uh, oh yeah. The, there was a Jurassic world, uh, digital pinball game and yeah, there's a, one or two other things and I'll put links to them. Oh, Oh my God, I totally forgot the biggest thing, which is the, not the biggest thing, but one of the biggest things is that we're gonna get a Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, Pokemon Go style game. Um, you know, it's gonna be that VR thing where you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you run into a dinosaur. Um, so um, the, the, I'll post the teaser to it and you can, you can explore, you can find DNA samples to make hybrids, you can do all that cool stuff. And it's gonna launch with over a hundred dinosaurs, um, which is really cool. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And that made me remember also that there's gonna that there's an app for the toys. So you scan your toy, like the foot on the like a little symbol on the toy, and you can learn dinosaur facts and stuff. So we basically get these two apps that we get to learn about dinosaurs, get to collect, play, trade, all that good stuff. I'm excited. I mean, I didn't play Pokemon Go for very long, all things considered. I spent a summer with, uh, when I was working with my friend, um, and Perkast co-host Sarah Iyer, uh, when we were working together a couple summers ago, we just like on our lunch breaks, we would go and battle at the local gyms and stuff. And it was really fun. So, um, I work from home, uh, maybe my roommate and popular music co-host, uh, Annalise Nelson, maybe her and I will play and we can run out into the street and go fight a T-Rex or something who knows. But anyway, so those are the, those are the two final bits of big news that I almost forgot, um, because there's so much news going on. Um, but then I wanted to, before we dive into uh, some more voicemails and emails, I just wanted to mention a couple of cool things, fun things that I've been up to this month. Um, I obviously went to, um, the uh, jurassic peak burlesque show right after the last minisode came out and it was a blast it was so much fun the space was so positive and amazing and hilarious and sexy and funny um obviously i interviewed uh blanche bourgeois uh georgia O'Keeffe, and veronica voss on uh the last episode episode nine um on fandom and creativity and they were such a delight and it was so much fun to fi- to like you know, to, after chatting with them about, you know, their art and then to be able to go and see it was so much fun and the crowd was so great. Um, and yeah, I went with my, I went with Annalise. I went with my friend Mina and my friend Mia. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast. So I can't thank them enough again for inviting me out and having me at the show because it was so good. And I wanted to mention that they have another show coming up if you're in LA, which I think, uh, you know fans of jurassic park and fans of see jurassic right would enjoy which is they're doing a science friction a sci-fi burlesque show on march 20th so that'll there's still plenty of time after this comes out to go and, and see it and um on the cover they have like a sexy doctor who and a sexy darth vader um uh there's a sexy ripley you know super funny and it's it's gonna be um yeah they're basically doing kind of like a mix of all your favorite characters from sci-fi movies tv and video games so um yeah it's going to be super awesome um yeah uh blanche um georgia and veronica are all going to be in it as well as a bunch of other amazing people so um yeah check it out and i can't think of them enough again for for uh, yeah for that experience because jurassic park jurassic peak was awesome and i i'm definitely going to go again when they do it um either later this year or next year or something like that so um yeah and um let's see oh yeah i got the um i have on my desk here uh, besides a few dinosaurs a couple things that i got over this month which was i got the um jurassic park 25th anniversary edition of the um junior novelization which if you don't have these junior novelizations there's so much fun because i mean they're just they're basically just like a condensed version of the movie just written in kind of junior high school level kind of reading or, or, you know, elementary school level reading. And so they're just fun. I mean, it's, it's more of a collectible thing um, more than anything, but the cover is really cool and the art is really cool. Um, And then I, and then for the younger crowd is the little golden book Jurassic park, which is very super adorably condensed version of Jurassic park. And if you just want really cute images of like dinosaurs chasing, like, you know, Ian Malcolm, and it's just like, you just think like everybody in this book has like a, oh, oh God, the dinosaurs are coming, you know, like, it's just, that's the kind of voice I hear when I, when I look at the images. So um, yeah, I grabbed those. Um, and then, you know, it was Valentine's day, obviously. And somebody at, I didn't get it until after Valentine's day. Um, but on the road uh, when Karen and Georgia were in, I believe it was Columbus and um, no, it must've been before that. I can't I don't remember which city, but um Karen in Georgia uh brought back with me um a Murderino. gave me OG oh, Jurassic Park Valentine's, like in the box. Like it's almost the box is a little beat up, but it's pretty much mint condition. So on the back, teacher, you're mega cool with a bunch of triceratops. And my favorite, the Dilophosaurus the one, you're a scream. Um, and then the the weird Meninist Velociraptor saying, keep smiling but maybe because all the dinosaurs are female. So maybe it's okay. But, um, I don't know which, who gave these to me in what city, um, with, you know, when Karen and Georgia were on tour with my favorite murder, but, um, thank you to so much to whatever Murderino gave these to me because this is an amazing collectible. Um, and also I wanted to thank, um, Oh, uh, Taylor, she gave me a, uh, a bad to the bone, um, T-shirt that I wore um that I wore in the last Patreon QA video. Um it's just bad to the bone with a with a T-Rex skeleton. So that was very nice. Um thank you, Taylor. And oh, and she gave me this um Brachiosaurus I have on my desk. Um it's a really beautiful sculpt. Um and the Brachiosaurus was like, meh, no. Um. Yeah, it's a little, and it's like teal and black. It's a really cool color combo, which I've never seen before. So, thank you, Taylor. And then I also wanted to thank Faith, um, who has been a who's been a big supporter of this show. Um, she gave me a journal um, that has a triceratops skeleton on it. Um, a book of uh, Jurassic dinosaur stickers, a T Rex, which is this is something I've always wanted. It's one of those um tea infusers. So are you like? put the loose leaf tea in it and then you hang it in a cup of tea and it, or in a cup of hot water and then it, and it brews the tea. Um, and then she also gave me beard oil because I have a huge beard right now. Um, so thank you faith for all those sweet gifts. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really nice. Um, yeah, I have a PO box. Um, I'll put that, um, I'll, I'll, that info's around, but if you, if you want it, I can, I can send it to you. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, Faith and Taylor and um, Mysterious murderino who gave me those valentines. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so sweet. Um, and then I also, this, well... And then so the last thing I did this month was I went to the Smithsonian um, with my friend Julia and because I was in D.C. um, for work and um, I only had a couple hours. So I was like, all right, quick, let's go to the Smithsonian. Let's go to the Smithsonian Natural History Museum. And although uh, right now their big dinosaur exhibit is actually being remodeled, it's been down for a few years. So they're really doing a huge refresh of it, which I'm super excited about. Um, But the version that they have now is... Uh, sort of the last dinosaurs of North America. And it really focuses on the T-Rex and the Triceratops and that line when dinosaurs finally became extinct. Um, And it was really rad. It was, it was, even though it was this kind of temporary exhibit, it was kind of like a close reading of this specific time period. And so you could so they, so that was just different instead of being like dinosaurs. It was like, no, this is the moment when dinosaurs went extinct. These are the last dinosaurs. And so I thought that was really cool. And so even though I only had a couple hours, barely a couple hours at the Smithsonian natural history museum, I was so glad I got to go. So thank you, Julia, for, for wanting to let me run around and and check it out. So, um, yeah. And then lots of see Jurassic Rite stuff this month. It was kind of crazy and hectic. Um, You know, the, the, the ride episode came out a week late, this is coming out a week late, which is always really disappointing for me because there's nothing more disappointing than being late. And so, um, that's been my like sort of genuine frustration, uh, with myself about this show is that I feel like things come out later than I like. And, you know, you know, it's coming from weekly podcasts where they have to, you know, whether it's with my favorite murder, the percast where they're up on time every week, pretty consistently, or almost 99% consistently. So it's always disappointing when I have to delay stuff. But, um, obviously it's a good learning lesson for me to learn that sometimes it's worth delaying things. Obviously I never like it, but yeah, being late is my biggest pet peeve. And uh, I would rather put up stuff on time and have it not be as good than, than be late. But, you know, doing this podcast, has kind of taught me the opposite in a way because, um, the C Jurassic, right. Um, the the ride episode it certainly wouldn't be as good if I hadn't waited for a couple of things in order to finish it. Um, so that was definitely worth the wait for me, and I'm so happy with that episode. And it was so much; it was even better than I'd hoped. Because I think with this podcast, certain episodes I go in with a very clear idea of what I want, what I want to say with it, and which guests I, you know, want to say that with. Because you know, everyone I've interviewed for the podcast has been so incredibly amazing and generous with their time, and so I'm you know, even when we're talking, I'm thinking of, Oh, this would be great for this episode. This would be great for this episode. So, um, the ride episode ended up being even more amazing than I'd hoped. And I was super, I'm super proud of it. And so I guess if it had to be a week late, then, then it was worth it. So, you know, I'm okay with that. Um, but you know, I'm trying harder and harder not to make things late, but Hey, we got two Raptor reactions this month. Um, and people seem to like it. So, um, I think as we get closer and closer to the release of fallen kingdom, there'll probably be more of those, you know, where I just jump in, do a close reading on a topic, whether it's the, the, the toy announcements or the the trailer or, um, the dino, uh, the DPG updates. Um, there'll probably be more of those, but let me know uh, what you think of them. Um, and you know, yeah, um, we're all going on a journey together. Um, and, uh, i'm um, sad to say that this week you know after this episode releases our last fan fiction friday quote-unquote last fan fiction friday episode is coming out um last month's was caitlin uh, hempstead um from lizard people and she was so good and so great um and the last the last couple chapters of Hammond's Other Secret, My Childhood Fan Fiction, is going to be read by Mary Holland, who is amazing and one of my favorite people in L.A., and she's so sweet and hilarious and funny, and if you haven't seen her, she's on Veep. She's, you know, she shows up on a lot of TV shows now, and um, she's always hilarious, and she's in my favorite um, improv group in L.A., Wild Horses, um, with Lauren Lapkus. Who is in Jurassic world. And so it's always a great time to see both of them. And yeah, I'm super excited for Mary to close out the close out this series, um, fan fiction Fridays, but it's, it's, it's crazy. I think that it's already over, but you know, childhood Steven only wrote so much. Um, but yeah, look for that. There's going to be some other special things, um, tied to that announced as well too, but, um, I'll leave it for that episode. Um, and then what else is going on? Oh, um, Patreon QA. Again, those are super fun. I love doing that. Um, I was going on zero sleep for this month's one, so it's a little loopy, but hey, if you want to check it out and support me on Patreon, do that. Um, and um, also this month, um, I talk about my favorite dinosaurs. So if you support me at the $5 level, um, I go in depth on my favorite dinosaurs. So that'll be up um, probably around the same time this goes up. So you can just check it out. Um, so yeah, it was was a month of tons of stuff, you know, but Hey, every, every, you know, park has delays. Uh, but John, when uh, parts of the Caribbean broke down, the dinosaurs didn't eat the tourists. Um, so, you know, it's only par for the course in this Jurassic park, uh, world. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy month, but it's only going to get crazier, but I'm super excited. I've got a couple other things cooking and planned and I'm, yeah, I can't believe we're, I mean, I can't believe we're less than three months away or about three months away from the release of fallen kingdom. Are you guys doing any, getting ready to celebrate? Um, how are you handling all this news? I mean, I find it for myself, um, just keeping up with everything is, is, um, a little bit like, you know, it's just, you want to keep everything straight. Um, so I'm very thankful for the Facebook group for helping me kind of keep on a clear path, um, along with Jurassic Outpost. Um, so let's, let's, Let's get into some voicemails. Let's get into some emails. Um, I'm going to play this voicemail now.
1: Hey, Steven. This is Arian Bosch. You may know me from the Jurassic Park podcast of the Extinction Level segment. And I was listening to your podcast of c Jurassic Right, and I noticed you have the questions up there, uh, to which I could email to your email address. So. Here goes for the questions of this month. If you could experience any moment from the Jurassic franchise, what would it be? And at first, my thoughts were going to the gyrosphere, because, well, let's face it, it's it's a very neat design, and it it would be very awesome to drive among the dinosaurs and see the dinosaurs for yourself up close. But then, when I thought about up close, then I did go back to Jurassic Park still, because what would be better than to actually touch and breathe with a living dinosaur as the sick triceratops in Jurassic Park. So that would be my uh, favorite thing that I would like to experience of the Jurassic Park franchise, and maybe you should, you could be an intern at, as a vet or something like that. But yeah, that, that sick triceratops scene would be my pick, and if a real Jurassic Park exists, would you go? Well, I haven't been to the Universal Studios yet, which I really w- would like to do, but uh, yeah, it's, there's still the money issue. So if it's affordable, then of course I really would like to go. And of course, real dinosaurs are more even more special than the Universal Studios, so I would really try to save up. And though my instinct would say it's not the best idea. Yeah. I would still go. Okay. This is my contribution. Hope you like it. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you, Arian. And if you don't know, he, um, if, I mean, if y'all should be listening to the Jurassic Park podcast, basically is what I'm saying. If you're not already. Um, and he does the extinction level segments, which is like a radio drama, um, that he produces. And he has tons of voice actors from, you know, a lot of them are in the Jurassic Park community. Um, and it's super rad because, It's, you know, I grew up listening to, to, um, actually, of all things, Radio Disney had these kind of rad radio plays. Um, and he's doing one for Jurassic Park. So if you're not listening to it, it's really awesome. And it takes place between, um, The Lost World and Jurassic World. And yeah, it's just. It's, you know, it's fan fiction on the highest level because he's got music and sound effects and all these different voice actors. So you should definitely check it out. I'll put if you haven't, which um, I feel like you have. But, you know, just in case you haven't, um, I'll put I'll definitely put a link to that in the notes. Um, Thank you for your voicemail. Um, Yeah, I mean, to see the sick triceratops, I think, would be.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: as a moment in the movie, I think that's when you're sort of like, okay, we've seen the majesty of the Brachiosaurus, you know, and, and we've seen the wonders of DNA, but that's when you're like, this is real. These are real animals. So I, that, that's a really great, um, that's a really great point. So, um, yeah, thank you, Aryan. Um, and then up next we have, let me bring, it's the music where I bring up the email. Um, here we go um this email is from um, Christiana and um and yeah I read this email it's very interesting um she says Stephen I have a pretty interesting Jurassic uh ride experience from this past summer my friends and I decided to get past us to Universal and immediately realized what a mistake we had made the lines during the summer are intense to say the least no line would stop us from the Jurassic Park ride though during our two hour long wait in a hundred degree heat we made friends with one of the ride conductors he was very chatty and asked us to come uh, back through the line he then proceeded to give us a secret password that would get us to the front for the remainder of the day. We may have broken the record for the number of times the ride we had ridden in one day while simultaneously breaking the record for the amount of people we pissed off by cutting the line. At one point, he held the entire crowd so that we could have our own boat photo attached." We, uh, He took us to the employee section so that we could get better photos of the attraction and let us sneak through the back doors to get back on the boats. The day was all fun and games until he decided to whip off his uniform and jump on the boat with us, which we thought was fun at first. The entire ride was spent being uncomfortably hugged and shoulder rubbed. It was fun while it lasted. <sighs> toxic, ma- toxic masculinity ruins the ride again. That's so disappointing, Christiana. It's like you just want to think that that, you know, this person would just, Hey, these people seem nice. Let me just let them on the ride. But no, of course there's some sort of, um, gross motivation behind it. But I mean, I'm glad, you know, most of the day was fun. I'm sorry that you had to deal with stupid sexist Jurassic park, the ride workers, but, um, still, um, (laughs) I mean the picture, it looks like at that point you're having a good time when you're on the empty ride, but anyway, um thank you for sharing that story i appreciate it though that you wanted to share that this next email is from zelma and she says my name is zelma and this is my first time writing in the show i need to take a moment to explain how monumental this is i never participate in any online groups i follow the very idea of posting a public comment and in a several hundred uh people large platform usually fills me with angst and dread all my social media profiles are set to private and i tend not to argue on my facebook page i've almost never posted in closed groups And then tremble at the very idea of a stranger addressing me directly in any public forum. Uh, But since joining the Facebook group for the podcast, I've become quite the social media commenter. Granted, it took several hours of mental preparation to work up the nerve to make my first post. But soon enough, I was posting stuff regularly. Just this weekend, I was trading quips back and forth with other group members, and now I'm writing in with my story. This is a pretty big deal for me. Thank you so much for creating this podcast and this group. I've since learned about the other niches of our ever-loving JP community, where fans interact to write. Fans interact and write to podcasts. I see you, JP podcast, but your page will always hold a special place in my heart for bringing my very socially nervous self out of a little, out for a little bit. I have so many Jurassic Park related stories to share. Um, I never know where to start when contemplating writing in. So many other people have had similar experiences that I didn't want to duplicate someone else's story. You don't have to worry about that. Your story is always going to be unique. But I think since I have a sufficiently different and embarrassing story to tell about the Jurassic Park ride in Orlando that I just had to share for this month's mailbag, I hope I'm not too late. I first went to the Islands of Adventure in 2006, specifically intent on visiting the Jurassic Park section and fell in love and immediately started planning my next visit. That wouldn't happen for several more years, 2012-ish. By that point, I'd forgotten that the JP ride is essentially a large-scale log flume and that you can potentially get soaked. Thinking of the Florida humidity and heat, I wore a very thin white tank top type shirt that day you know where I'm going with this. So here we go on the ride, and when we get to the end, the doors open and I see the steep drop ahead. I thought, what's this now? Get me off this thing. But down we went, and of course I got soaked through in my white shirt. I am fairly busty, plus-sized girl wearing what was essentially a very R-rated see-through white tank top in public. The upside? I wrapped myself up and ran into the gift shop, attached to the ride, and bought my very first JP t-shirt and an accompanying JP beach towel. The shirt is still my favorite t-shirt to wear around the house, and the towel, my go-to for my Local community pool. It always turns heads whenever I enroll it. Despite the embarrassment, I have to say that I really love the JP ride in the JP section at the Islands of Adventure. Similar to Lowry and Jurassic World, I feel that the original park was legit. As much as I love the as much as I loved the original movies, a part of me still wish Jurassic Park was able to exist in the movie world before the park failure. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, no, yeah, totally. The reasoning adult part of my brain understands how me wishing for that misses the point of the whole movie, but hey, what Dino Nut would not love a park filled with genetically engineered dinosaurs? Count me in. In a sense, JP at Islands of Adventure was Jurassic World before we got Jurassic World. It fulfilled the desire a lot of fans in that dry period between JP3 and Jurassic World, it's not a perfect park. The ride is old and showing its age. My memory is generous to it, but some of the animatronics were wonky and the raptors are way too large. But I got to visit the replica of the original visitor center. It's the main building of that section of the park and have lunch there. It was also really special because I got to experience it with my nieces and nephew, who I introduced to the movie when they were babies. Now they love it as much as I do. It was great to be at the park together as a family in the real Jurassic Park. We reenacted parts of the movie and quoted our favorite lines together. It really is a special place that holds a lot of warm memories. I really need to go back before they shut it down. Uh, I don't keep up to date with the news on the ride, but I've heard rumors that it'll be closed down and revamped to look more like Jurassic World. Uh, possibly, pretty much, might happen. Um, I would like to see it one more time in its former glory before it's totally changed. Anyway, that's my story about the JP ride and my love for the JP section of Islands of Adventure. I look forward to overcoming my social angst and writing it again soon. Much love, Zelma. Um, thank you, Zelma. I'm really touched that you chose my podcast of all things to to start interacting with people. The, the group on the Facebook is a good group. And um, yeah, you bring up a really great point about seeing the JP ride before the JP ride or like before Jurassic park shuts down, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like bad to bring dinosaurs back, but come on, you know? And, um, the thing I didn't realize about the Jurassic park ride, which I didn't even realize at the time of recording of doing the episode about it is that the JP ride, at least in Hollywood is essentially a sequel to Jurassic park where John Hammond mentions, um, in the opening video that, you know, they're not going to have any incidents like that one. And, you know, in that one in isla Nublar. in isla nublar so that's a very interesting fact that it really is kind of that you know the next jurassic park before we got any of the other movies and then this is our segment called uh boy jurassic drops by um i wish i had some music i should get i should queue up a i should queue up a theme song uh for nick um but he, uh, he's dropping by again at the end of every episode. I have a, a series of questions that I ask as, I mean, they're not meant to be rhetorical. If you want to answer them, you can, but you know, it, it comes right at the end of the episode. So I, you know, I don't expect many people to, to, uh, to pay attention to those, but Hey, if you want to answer them, they're there. So let's have some fun. Um, and so Nick, obviously um again is a huge sweetheart and and answers them started to answer them now pretty much every episode uh from an episode or two back um and so obviously that first question was if you could experience any moment from the jurassic franchise what would it be and he says if i had to choose i'd be watching the baby raptor hatching and holding it i can imagine myself as grant with blood and snot covered hatchlings sitting in my cupped hands radiating heat in that moment i feel how grant must have felt that the once unbelievable is now real and all things seem possible. That is amazing. (laughs) You're right. You're just like, I mean, you know, sick Triceratops is one thing, but oh my gosh, that baby raptor, that would be something else. I mean, both would be amazing. And it just makes me think how you have all these moments where the dinosaurs are made real for people, whether it's the Brachiosaurus, the baby raptor, or the sick Triceratops, and how, well, there's somebody honking. Um, that for me, when I think about what I love about Jurassic park is I love those moments where the dinosaurs are made real and you can see that in real time in the movie where people are processing that information. And, you know, I, I, I think, I think for a lot of people who love those moments, we want those moments again in the Jurassic park movies, So, or moments like that, they don't need to replicate it entirely, which is although the moment in the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer where they see the Brachiosaurus and Claire talks about it being a miracle that for me hits on that same note that, that I want, which is the sublime and the majesty and all that great stuff. So, um, I'm excited that we're at least going to get one moment like that, but I think we'll get some more in Fallen Kingdom. So, um, And then Nick's second question, or not his question, my question. Uh, If a real Jurassic existed, would you go? And probably even with the risk of being eaten, it would be totally worth it to see creatures I've obsessed over my entire life in the flesh. It would honestly be an honor to die a gruesome death at the jaws of a T-Rex, but that's just me. Um, And it's funny. I mean, I guess I'll take this time to mention the BuzzFeed quiz, um, which... um, You know, it's like, how would you die at Jurassic? uh, How would you die at Jurassic Park? Um, And basically, you know, you take these these buzz feed quizzes are really fun. I I actually made a BoJack Horseman one. Which BoJack Horseman character are you from back when the first season, first or second season was out? Um, But it's funny that you mentioned that you want to die at the jaws of a T-Rex because you can die a myriad of ways at Jurassic Park. Obviously, I think if we went to Jurassic Park, in my mind, when I asked that question, it's under the most normal conditions, not when the park breaks down. But um, hey, if you had to die at Jurassic Park, um, dying at the hands of a T-Rex would be pretty cool. I took the quiz and I'd be torn to shreds by a raptor. Um, and I like the way that they word the question, which is you're pretty smart. Like seriously, everyone is rooting for you to survive and you definitely made it close to the end, but unfortunately you're not the blue eyed star of a movie. So you got to go at some point, at least you can brag to your friends. You were, you'd be capable enough to outsmart the lesser dinos, then get eaten by a brilliant velociraptor. So, um, that's really fun. Um, and yeah, I'll put a link to the Buzzfeed quiz if you haven't taken it already. Um, Yeah. So thank you to everyone for their voicemails and emails and stuff this month. Um, there's so many great emails still in the queue. So many great voicemails. Um, obviously, you know, I I try and save the voicemails for episodes in mini sodes that I think that they'd be appropriate for. Um, so yeah, there's lots of great ones coming up. Um, and I actually wanted to end this episode with a, basically, um, when I talked to, um, Jurassic world girl, AKA Jurassic Becky, um, who you may remember from the episode nine, the fandom and creativity episode, she went to LA, didn't go to universal studios, but she basically had this amazing dinosaur adventure in LA, um, and came up with like a great technique for when you go to a city and you just want to do things dinosaur related. Um, and yeah, it was a really fun bit of conversation that, um, I just wanted to include here. Cause I think it works, you know, for this whole ride, post you know you know Walking Dead style wrap-up of episode nine I thought it was the perfect way to end this episode so um yeah enjoy this conversation with um Jurassic Becky and I um and yeah you just I just saw that you went to LA like what was um I guess like how was it and like I noticed you did a lot of like really you basically like did the dinosaur tour of LA which was really awesome so like what kinds of stuff did you do and like um was there any, like, what was like, what was your bucket list plan for that?
2: Um, well, so it was actually really funny. That was not supposed to be a trip to LA. Um, it was supposed to be, uh, just a trip to Los Angeles with one of my, or Las Vegas to one of my, with one of my friends, she decided to go to LA. Cause after we got to Vegas, she was like, Oh, Hey, we're actually just so close to LA. Let's go there. She flew out on new year's. And then I was like, you know what? I don't go back to work for another couple weeks. Like I could just stay here. So then I started just doing this thing where I would, uh, I knew I wanted to go to the natural history museum, but um, I kind of thought I was like, what else, you know, could I see while I'm here? And I ended up just typing kind of dinosaur into the maps <laughs> app on my phone. And like, first of all, like a dinosaur coffee place came up. It was super chill. And I had a wonderful time just hanging out there and then I found out in uh, Redondo Beach, there's this place called Wonder of Dinosaurs in of their mall. And it was just like a super fun exhibit with like mini golf that I'm definitely going to bring my roommate back and we're going to play the heck out of that. <laughs> but uh, they had all these like animatronic dinosaurs with all these like sacks. I went to, of course, the low bridge pits. And it did kind of turn into um, when I was by myself down there, it definitely turned into a how many dinosaur slash Jurassic things can I get like under my belt before I have to before I run out of time and money and have to go back to Utah (laughs) that's
0: so great super
2: fun and I was thinking you know this could be a really fun thing what if I just went to different places and uh typed dinosaur or Jurassic Park into Google and just saw what comes up in that area I, I mean I know in Salt Lake there's a ton and uh i found out in in la obviously there's a ton and so i i'm like now just thinking that that would be so fun if i could just continue kind of traveling check out natural history museums see what else other places have for me to see and i know that in la there is also there's i didn't make it they were closed like every day i think it's like a family-owned thing there's this place called the museum of jurassic technology have you ever heard of it
0: um, I actually used to live down the street from it and it is not, oh, really? it is not it's
2: nothing to do with Jurassic Park. No,
0: it has nothing to do with Jurassic Park, but,
2: <laughs> but I, I was like, definitely like, I want to check that out and, and, you know, talk about that and let people know like, this is fun, not really Jurassic Park, but like, it's just, you know, silly, but ugh, didn't make it. That's like the one thing I didn't do while I was there. Darn it.
0: Did you go to Universal Studios?
2: Oh, uh, no, I did a Paramount tour. I want to go to, that's my next trip. I actually just last night made like a little um, savings kind of plan to like get to Universal Studios because I went when I was in high school and I think I rode the ride but I don't even remember that's how much I didn't care about Jurassic Park so I'm so mad at myself you know I went one time and I and I don't remember it so I'm that's like my goal for this year I definitely want to go I want to ride the ride eventually I want to get to Florida too because isn't that isn't there kind of more in Florida than there is at in uh, Hollywood?
0: Uh, I believe so. It's funny because when I first went as a kid, they hadn't yet built the one yet in Florida. And now it's like – I think right now from my understanding is that it's um, like they're – like it, it's kind of like in little bit of disrepair.
2: That's what I hear from the other podcasters Yeah, it's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, and it's like every – because they just recently – um a listener lives in Japan and they went to the Universal Studios in Japan and they just redid the whole Islands of Adventure thing there. So in Japan, oh it's all gosh. brand new. And she was sending me pictures and I was just like, uh, like, it's not like this at all here in L.A. or it's not like that, like uh-huh. from, from what I can tell in Florida. So, um, I mean, who knows? It might be worth going to the one and like, I mean, the show that I I work on. They also went to Florida and part of me was like, do I like make an extra day and go with them so that I could go to universal and whatever. But I'm like, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather spend like go to Harry Potter and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll save Mm -hmm. it for another day. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows if they're going to update it or anything like that? I mean,
2: well, and I hope they would with fallen kingdom coming out. Like you'd think I'm so excited for all of the things like Jurassic park's going to get some more attention with that coming out. But I'm wondering like, is you know, I think that's a great marketing thing for them. I don't know why they wouldn't.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And in the in the ride is like um, the ride is it's such a permanent part of the Universal Studios here in L.A. that they would just never I mean, it's like built into the side of the, you know, into, you know, it's not like the Transformers ride where it's just a bunch of video screens, you know, so it's like
2: no it would take like an overhaul to, (laughs) to remove it.
0: Yeah. But it also gives me faith that they would never get rid of it either. So that was great. Thank you again to Jurassic Becky for wanting to chat with me about all things related to Jurassic park. Again, you can check her out. I'll put a link to her, her social media handles and stuff. Um, she's always just going on. She's just always finding ways to, to have dinosaur related adventures in her life. Um, even when she's not on vacation. So, um, you should definitely follow her if you haven't already. Um, again, thank you everyone for listening. Let me know how you kind of like this little format where it's kind of divided into different sections. Um, if you want more mini sodes or more Raptor reactions, again, news is coming in hot and fast now, um, all the time. So part of me feels like waiting a month to talk about certain things. Um, you know, it, it isn't always, you know, uh, the most prudent, but, um, again, it's whatever you guys want. Um, I just love talking about Jurassic park so I could talk about it for hours. I've already been talking for a long time, so I will go. But, um, again, you can always, uh, follow me, and follow the show on Sea Jurassic Right on Instagram, SJR Pod on Twitter, Sea Jurassic Right on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. Support me on Patreon because um, you know it's one of those things where obviously um, I'm balancing all my other um, jobs and stuff. And so um, you know I'm already so thankful that the Jurassic, um, the Sea Jurassic Right Patreon is is up and running and people are supporting it. And so the more that it gets supported, the more I can divide and divide and devote uh, time to it, um, you know, you know, in that in that pie chart that I call my life. Um, so again, just being able to talk about it as much as I can already is already amazing. So I can't think th- can't thank everyone enough. Um so that's patreon.com slash c right Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris and Instagram at Stephen Ray Morris. Um I'm super excited for uh this month's episode about the music. Um, going to be talking to a handful of great guests for this one and there's going to be a couple special things planned for that so stay tuned and yeah thanks for listening and i'll see you real soon now you can also interact with me in the show by following me on twitter at stephen ray morris and following SJR Pod on Twitter. See Jurassic Ride on Instagram. See Jurassic on Facebook. Or you can send me an email at at gmail.com. Not only am I looking forward to talking to people about their Jurassic Park experiences and hearing yours, but I also am going to be sharing ephemera from my childhood and oh god, I'm going to share the fan fiction uh, on there as well and pictures and toys and everything. It's going to be great. And I wanted to thank Caitlin Thompson and Tim Ruggery at ACAST, Molly McLear, Heather Mason, Stephanie Cook, Sarah Iyer, and you. See Jurassic Right as an ACAST podcast. Check out the show on their mobile app. And thank you for listening. Until next time.